welcome to episode 27 of Talking About My Generation, a pop culture podcast dedicated to children in the 80s, 90s, and even into the 21st century. If you're new to the show, welcome. On this podcast, we'll discuss movies, video games, and television shows that we grew up on. Uh, this week, I still have my co-host out, uh, so Eva is out for this week. So I actually have a guest host. Uh, I have Carla Valdez from Yeah, Yeah, Cool. How are you doing, Carla? Hi, how are you? <laughs> doing fine. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about Yeah, Yeah, Cool? Um, yeah, 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 Cool is an entertainment enthusiast blog that we have where we review games and movies and TV shows. We have some original videos on there. Um, it's a lot of fun. I know I saw the one with uh, your husband, Will, who he's taking and he's doing the whole Back to the Future thing with, with the fork and the eyeball. The no, he's throwing yeah. the fork at his eye. That <laughs> <laughs> was like the funniest. It was like so bizarre. You can't. How could you not look at that? I was like, I was like what are you? What? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun because, um, you know, obviously we love, you know, all things. I, I want to say nerdy, but it is kind of nerdy. But there's so, you know, so many great things out there, and you know, just to show the things that we love and the things that we're interested in. Well, and that's and, what the website's about, yeah. And remember, nerds are cool now. Um, exactly. I know. I don't know when that happened, but uh, yeah, I liked being part of the. I used to always. No, no, no. I'm not a nerd. I used to decline it all the time. Like, no, 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 no. But now, I accept it. I accept my yeah. nerdum. Yeah, you know, I I think it started with Big Bang Theory, but we're cool now because of that and yes. Comic Con. <laughs> you know, so. Oh yeah, Comic Con. Oh my goodness. Yeah, absolutely. I remember when we used to go there, I'd be like the only girl in the bathroom. It'd be like amazing. Now it's like there's a line. And it's, like, it's a little disappointing. A little disappointing, I have to I say. Know. But yeah, I, I appreciate it. I remember back so in the I'm days really when excited. You know, I remember back I'm in the sorry, days when you see these girls. Them. You'd see these girls that are walking in, and you're like, "Oh my god, there's girls!" And now you see that it's like, "Oh my god, there are hot girls." <laughs> right. Well, before it was usually like somebody's mom. Yeah. Like, you know, like, oh, it's, it's, I had to bring my mom, you know, but now it's like, yeah, you're right. It's hot girls that are good going there. So I'm really excited about today's podcast, by the way. So really my, we are going to cover, uh, to continue into our Thanksgiving theme. Last week we did, uh, planes, trains, and automobiles. And this week we are going to cover a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. Yay. A yeah, uh, <laughs> little bit of history on Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. Uh, it is the 10th primetime animated TV special based upon the popular comic strip Peanuts by Charles mm -hmm. M. Schultz. Uh, this particular special aired on the CBS network on November 20th, 1973, and oh, won an Emmy Award the following year for it. Oh, terrific. Wow. I didn't know uh, it won an Emmy. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And as of 2012, ABC picked it up and the specials now run every November in primetime on ABC. Very nice. Uh, it's kind of one of those things that, you know, I have it on DVD, but it doesn't matter if it's on TV. It's the same thing as like the Charlie Brown, like the Halloween, the Christmas, even like Rudolph and all those specials. I always look at the oh, Thanksgiving yeah. one, like the same kind of grouping. It doesn't matter if I have it on DVD. If it's on TV, I will watch it. I will even DVR it just because there's something about watching it with the commercials that even makes it better, which is bizarre. Oh, I know. I know. And I think back to some of the commercials that used to run for the Thanksgiving episodes. Like I remember I would see stuff with some of these where you'd see uh, family coming home at Christmas time and whatnot or, or Halloween or, or not Halloween, not Thanksgiving, mm -hmm. you know, and you'd see it and you're kind of like, oh, wow. And they're putting stuff in and it just it really kind of dated the show. But 
the thing I like about Charlie Brown Thanksgiving and, and some of these other shows that we are talking about, uh, they're really kind of timeless. Uh, you know, even with Charlie Brown, it's not – you don't see anything that really stands mm-hmm. out and makes it feel like, wow, this was done in 1973. You know, you don't hear anything out of the ordinary with their speech. Except or for Franklin's pants. I will give you that. The pants were a little ugly. <laughs> yeah, uh, except for Franklin's pants. Yeah. But I mean, you know, really, you, you look at like Peppermint Patty's <laughs> like, shirt. You could tell, like the, the clothes, it's like, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. too bad, though. I mean, it was it was what it was. And, you know, that's it. it's still even then. You still kind of accept it and go, this fits, you know, 30 years later, 40 years later, it's still. Hold on a, Hold on a second, Doug. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Am I breaking up? No, it's me. I think it's my internet connection problem. Hold on a second. Okay. I don't, I think the call, I don't know if you can hear me at all, but the, it says that the call is dropped. Hold on a second. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. I hope that that worked. Okay. Hold on a second. Let me say, let me know if you can hear me still. I can hear you. Okay. Gosh, damn it. Okay. Okay. Hopefully there's no problem here. All right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't uh, want to ruin your podcast. I'm like totally upset. I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's the show is just, I really, I really, really, really like this particular show. It's just, it's, it, you know, Peanuts in general just captures everything and it still stands out even, even today, 40 years later. You know, uh, we actually, Oh, you know what? I take that back. This is actually uh, the 40th anniversary. It was actually, we are filming or we are recording this on the 21st. Yesterday was the 40th anniversary of a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. That is crazy. Wow. I just realized that. That is awesome. You're right. I didn't even catch that before. Oh, that is so cool. You know, it's. It makes you feel happy. I mean, that's one of the things I love about it. You know, I I love Snoopy. I collect Snoopies. I have so much stuff. But, you know, it's just the happy feeling that it gives you. Like, it just brings back all the happy memories from when you were growing up. And, you know, I I adore it. And I I love this special, you know, just as much as any of the other ones. Well, talk a little bit about this particular special. Uh, We'll kind of touch a little bit on the cast here I will start in with the cast and kind of delve into that a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to start off here. We're going to start with Todd Barbie. Uh, Todd was the voice of Charlie Brown. Uh, in looking through, I didn't see anything else that he actually did. And this actually isn't too surprising for me, uh, partially because Lee Mendelson and uh, Bill Melendez, uh, Bill Melendez being the director and Lee Mendelson being one of the producers of the show of the specials. Uh, Mm -hmm. They actually wanted to use kids, specifically kids and kid voices when they were doing all the Charlie Brown stuff rather than having adults who could sound like kids. Well, yeah, that's a good thing. Well, I would think that, you know, I don't uh, make sure if I'm not wrong here, but because this was about, what, nine or so years after um, the original Christmas one. So I I wouldn't – it's not even the same kids as the original Christmas. Am I – correct in that one yeah it's it's different i mean there i think let me see um i think stephen shea is the only stephen shea and christopher uh, defaria are the only two from this that were in the originals Uh, okay but 
with with most of these characters, like I said, they they were all pretty much kept as kids. So you would actually have several of them changing out and going to different people in different roles. Uh, moving down the line here, we have people like Robin Cohn, who was uh, Lucy Van Pelt. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lucy. Uh, Stephen Shea, who played as Linus Van Pelt. Uh, the only other thing that I saw that, that Stephen Shea did besides uh, Charlie Brown stuff was he was actually an extra on Adam-12. Uh, oh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, he played. He basically played a little boy standing on the street corner in Adam-12. So oh my gosh. Little little mention there. Uh, next person I do have, Hilary Momberger. Uh, she played as Sally Brown. Uh, she primarily acted as Sally, but she's appeared, uh, she appeared as a mother in, uh, the 2006 movie Surf School. Uh, she's also, uh, been in the background and doing, uh, crew stuff. So she's not actually been in front of the camera, uh, but she was doing things as a script supervisor for movies such as Spider-Man 3, Old Dogs, uh, and The Hangover Part 3. So she's kind of, she's kind of made a name for herself in that. She's doing, she's doing stuff behind the camera now, which is good. And I'm glad to see That's that people cool. like that are still working in the industry. Uh, Christopher DeFaria. Uh, I love this because they had Chris DeFaria playing the voice of Patricia Peppermint Patty Reichardt. Okay, so it was a little boy. Yes. Uh, he only acted in Charlie Brown specials as either Peppermint Patty or Pigpen. Uh, but he actually did continue on in the industry, sort of like Peter Billingsley did. He actually has become an executive producer for a lot of films. Uh, nice. He was executive producer for Happy Feet 2, uh, for the uh, uh, Sandra Bullock and uh, George Clooney movie Gravity that just came out. Nice. Uh, and he also was the executive producer for Sucker Punch. Oh, cool. Uh, so just a, you know, just kind of a touch on that. And then, of course, we have... Uh, Bill Melendez, who Bill, as we mentioned before, Bill was the director of most of the Snoopy specials, mm-hmm. the Peanut specials. Uh, Bill Melendez actually was also the voice of Snoopy and Woodstock for a lot of these as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anytime you hear Snoopy laughing or you hear Woodstock chirping or che- you know tweeting away, that's Bill Melendez. Oh, that's cute. Interesting. So uh, now one thing I always do in my shows here. Uh, I've, mm-hmm. I've actually started doing this recently is the six degrees of Kevin Bacon game. Yeah. Good luck with that one. Okay. Let's see. <laughs> it is possible. It is possible. So I'm going to let you pick any one of these characters here and I'm going to show you how I can link it back to Kevin Bacon in six steps or less. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. So we'll do, um, I'll make, I'll try to make it a little easy on you. Um, the, the guy who did the voice of peppermint patty. Okay. So Christopharia. Well, yes. Chris DeFario was in this film. Uh, he was in Charlie Brown Thanksgiving with Bill Melendez. Uh-huh. Bill Melendez was with Peter Robbins in The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Uh, Peter actually did a small role in a movie called Good Times with Cher. Uh, it had Sonny and Cher in it. And it was kind of a uh, – it, yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I, I will admit really? I had to okay, look this up. I had to look this up to find this one. Uh, but once I got to share, I was able to make the leap from there without having to look any further. But uh, yeah, okay. he w- it was this – the Good Times movie, it, it's not the TV show. It was a like a sketch comedy type show that they did, kind of like Laugh-In. Uh, okay. Never heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> 1967, it's one of those things in the 60s where everybody's doing drugs. Nobody wants to remember it. 
Nice. Uh, but yeah, from there, we're going to go share to Jack Nicholson in Witches of Eastwick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Nicholson to Kevin Bacon in A Few Good Men. Interesting. So how many degrees is that? That is five. That's not too shabby. I had, you know, uh, like I said, I had to cheat a little bit and use IMDb for some of the start, but okay, you know, I the the big yeah. link was was uh, Peter Robbins, so yeah. I'm cheating there, but that is, yeah, no way, good times, never heard of it, crazy, yeah. <laughs> that is crazy, good job, yay, you did it. <laughs> so let's go ahead. We'll talk about the plot of the uh, the plot of the special here. Uh, so for those of you who haven't seen it, shame on you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, it's been on, you know, it's been running every year on either CBS or ABC for the past 40 years. So if you've missed it, shame on you. <laughs> right. Uh, basically, what happens is we start off the special. We see Lucy and Charlie Brown. Uh, they're doing the same thing that they do for the comic strips that Lucy always does with Charlie Brown and taunting him. She's got a football. And so, so misunderstood. She's so misunderstood. But go ahead. I'm sorry. I digress. Go ahead. Yeah, she keeps trying to hold that football out for Charlie Brown, and she keeps pulling it away. And she's like, hey, it's Thanksgiving. You know, everybody has the football. You know, everybody plays football around Thanksgiving. Kind of true. <laughs> you know, Thanksgiving right. Day, we have all the football games. Exactly. True, and, true. You know, and Lucy's like, I'm not going to trick you. It's Thanksgiving. And, you know, I'm not going to pull my trick on a national holiday. And then, you know, sure enough, she pulls it out and Charlie Brown falls flat on his back. She's like, psych. Yeah. And here's the other interesting thing about this. This scene is the only time we see Lucy. I never understood that. But yet her brother goes with Charlie Brown at the end to the grandmother's house. Where where is Lucy? So, like, she's just, like, at home. It's like he's, like, now, like, really mad at her because she did that to him. It's, like, really disappointing. I love Lucy. I, I never understood that. And I was like, okay. And I had to watch it like a couple of times before I'm like, wow, Lucy's not in this episode at all. Yeah, just the beginning. That's the only time that you see her. But it's, I mean, but it's such a, that scene though, is it's very important. It's probably one of the things that people remember a lot, most of it is her doing that to him and, you know, him flipping on his back and just landing, you know. Yeah. Uh, now, a couple things about this one. And, and this is something that bugs me about this is that, Charlie Brown and Sally, they're getting ready to go over to Thanksgiving dinner at their grandmother's. Uh-huh. And Peppermint Patty just says, hey, Chuck, my dad is uh, – my dad's busy. So he said, you know, why don't I go hang out with uh, that weird kid and go have Thanksgiving dinner with him? Yeah. no, like, just, Where are the parents? Where are the parents? Well, and it gets better because Charlie Brown even talks about going with Sally and his parents to his grandmother's house to have right. Thanksgiving dinner. Right. And I'm kind of like, okay. So, you know, we go through all this. You see them cooking Thanksgiving dinner and everything. I'm I'm getting ahead of myself, but, you know, we go through all this here, and Peppermint Patty invites herself to Thanksgiving dinner. Then she calls Charles back. She calls Charlie Brown back up and says, hey, Charles, uh, you know, this great gal Marcy wants to come along, too, so we're both coming. And he's like, uh, uh, uh. uh, uh like just say anything, right? Yeah, you know, it was just. She's pushy. It was just one of those weird things, you know, so uh, they end up, you know, they end up having all of them show up and he's like, Charlie Brown's going, well, what do I do? What do I do? So Linus gives him an out and says, why don't you do two dinners? You go with your grandmother, you, you know, you go with Sally to your grandmother's house and then you have one for all your friends that are coming over. Uh, 
you know, and, and so they set up something and he's like, well, Charlie Brown goes, well, I can't cook dinner. I don't know how to cook. <laughs> I you can't know? even butter toast. Yeah. You know, and <laughs> Linus kind of goes, well, that's right. All I've seen you make is cold cereal and some toast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what happens is that Linus goes ahead and he recruits Woodstock and Snoopy and they start setting course, up everything. Which is, of course, the most logical choice, right? Yes. To have your doubt. dog and a bird cook dinner because, of course, they would know exactly what to do. So. Exactly. You know, and, you know, again, Snoopy's special. He's yes. smarter than the average dog. He thinks he's a human. So, you know, it makes complete sense. And it makes complete sense that Snoopy is able to get into the garage and pull everything out, pull out the ping pong table and set it all up. You know, mm-hmm. we see that whole fight with that lawn chair, which is hilarious because it's cute. You know, lawn chair all of a sudden grows legs and starts trying to kick Snoopy's butt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> his little imagination works works wonders. Yeah. Now, one thing that I did like about this, uh, we actually do hear singing in this. This is like the only time I've ever heard any singing for a vocal track when they're actually showing uh, like a, a music scene for any of those peanut specials. And we actually mm-hmm. hear Vince Guaraldi, uh who's singing right. Little Birdie. Did he sing in – well, I don't think any of the other movies, but he, did he sing like in anything else ever or was this the only time? Oh, no. He, he used to sing all the time with his trio, uh, with the Vince Guaraldi trio. So you know they would, they would actually sing jazz-type stuff. Uh, but this was one of the rare times that he actually added a vocal track to any of the Snoopy – or any of the uh, Peanut stuff. That's cute. So I thought that was kind of neat, and I'm like, oh, wow, you know. Yeah. Uh, but they go through all that. They're setting up the table, um, and we see, you know, we see Snoopy and Woodstock. They start helping him set up the food and everything, and I love that. I, I thought that was hilarious that you see Charlie Brown and Linus and Snoopy and Woodstock. They're all, you know, cooking the toast. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm watching this, and I'm thinking to myself as I'm watching this. How many loaves of bread are they going through? <laughs> exactly. It's like, how much toast do you need? Because well, it was a tall stack, so it had to be like maybe six loaves of bread. I would, I would reckon, and popcorn, all the popcorn. Because oh. like, right, you see Snoopy, and he's shaking the popcorn. He does at least like three batches right there. Yeah, and I'm like, you know, I like popcorn just as um, much as the next person, classic. but there's a there's a limit to how much popcorn I can eat. <laughs> I've always wanted to throw a Thanksgiving party and just like trick people and serving the toast with the popcorn and the jelly beans and the pretzel sticks. Yes. And just see what people <laughs> <laughs> just put it out. I'd be like, okay, it's dinner time. It's just seeing and then, you oh, know. Where is <laughs> you know. I still might do it. No, yeah, just, yeah. Hopefully nobody listens to this one who I know and they'll be surprised when I do it, so. Well, and it's kind of funny because when they finally all start, when everybody starts showing up, we see all the guests kind of sitting around the chairs and they're sitting around the table and Snoopy's kind of serving food to them and he's just throwing it out at them. I I love the look on Peppermint Patty's face because as Snoopy's pulling out the food and serving it and putting it on plates, Peppermint Patty is staring at all this with a complete huge smile on her face. But then she kind of like, well, I think it's because she thinks, oh wait, and then all of a sudden she's like, wait a minute. Because like at first she's all happy, and then the realization comes in that wait a minute, this is dinner, and then all of a sudden her smile just changes immediately to a frown. Well, it like it took her forever and a day to to finally go, it hey, it this did. sucks. <laughs> like wait, well, I think it's like the realization, like wait a minute, oh yeah, everything's cool, I got food, and then she's like, wait a second, it's like that long 
realization. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It, it was a while before she realized it. You know, and of course, what happens is that Charlie Brown gets all embarrassed because Patty, you know, Peppermint Patty pitches a fit. And, yeah. you know, he takes off into the house. And at that point, you know, you see Linus. And right before this, they had, they had the grace. And Linus stands up and he kind of reiterates a little bit from Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. Uh, from a poem about Miles Standish, and he's talking about uh, he's talking about Priscilla and Miles Standish wanting he's Miles Standish is talking to uh, his friend John Aldern, wanting him to go talk to Priscilla to basically tell uh, this woman Priscilla that you know Miles is interested in her, and so you kind of see that. And there's he's talking about that, and you're kind of like okay, and then you know Charlie leaves, and you know Charles Charlie Brown leaves, and Marcy goes into the house. Uh, kind of, you know, she goes in and talk to him and, and kind of deal with the peppermint patty fallout. <laughs> uh, right, exactly. And, you know, she kind of, she kind of tells peppermint patty, Hey, you know, look, Charlie Brown did a decent job. You invited yourself. I think this is pretty good considering that, you know, you just invited yourself and demanded this stuff. And now you're being really kind of, you know, nasty about all this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, you know, Patty kind of comes to her senses. She begs Marshley to go and apologize. And, you know, they kind of walk in and, and Patty finally follows in and says, you know, I'm really sorry, Chuck. And this is all my fault. And in the midst of all this, Charlie Brown is kind of like, oh, my gosh, I've lost track of time. It's, you know, it's four o'clock. Uh, you know, I, I got to leave from my grandmother's house and be there in, in half an hour. Uh, so he calls his grandmother to tell her that they're going to be a little late. And he explains the situation. His grandmother goes, well, just bring all your friends. And I'm kind of like, okay, you know, wow. Grandma must have like, you know, a huge turkey. <laughs> nice. Uh, well, it's kind of like one of those things back then. It's like, oh, you know, oh, yeah, just bring, you know, we'll we'll make do. We'll, yeah. we'll figure it out. So, well, and I mean, you... now here's something that bothers me again. And, you know, there, there are a lot of little things that bother me about this special, but through the entire time that they're making all the food and everything, mm -hmm. no adults show up. No adults say anything. <laughs> but then after he calls his grandmother and they, you know, they talk on the phone and he kind of gets the whole, you know, yes, bring the, bring your friends over. We see all the kids jumping into the back of a station wagon. And we don't right. see anybody driving the car. Well, I don't think, you know, I, when I, when you think back to all of the cartoons, like, did we ever really see an adult except for all of, obviously the Halloween when somebody's passing out the candy, but there's really not a lot of interaction with adults. And I think, you know, it's, it's supposed to be the focus mainly on the kids. So, right. you know, it's the kids' adventure. And I totally get it. But, yeah, that's there's a couple of things. You're like, where are the parents? Like, these kids are in the kitchen. They're, like, cooking on the stove. The dog is on the stove. You know, they're making things. They could start a fire. But, again, that's just, you know, now we – really. but back then we never thought about it. Yeah. We just – yeah. Well, one thing – there is one thing about this whole – trek to grandma's that made me laugh and it's a, mm -hmm. it's a stupid little thing but it makes me laugh every time i hear it is that they're singing over the river and through the woods to grandmother's house we go and at mm -hmm. the very end of all this singing the song charlie brown goes well this really kind of doesn't work and they go why uh -huh. well, my grandmother lives in a condominium the condo exactly <laughs> <laughs> that's cute and plus you know they're not wearing seatbelts. Yes. really it bothered me 
when well, I was watching it. Like they're not wearing seatbelts again. That's probably one of the things that I will say actually does kind of date this because, you know, in the seventies seatbelts were not as big a factor as they are now. You know, now yeah, everybody has to wear a seatbelt. So, okay. You know, I'll give it that. Uh, but you know, that's the only thing that really bothered me. I'm sure now if they were to, if they were to remake this and, you know, update it, yeah. we would see them putting seatbelts on. <laughs> Right. Well, first of all, they wouldn't be co- they'd be put cooking the popcorn in the microwave. Yep. Um, the toast, you know, may or may not have the toast happen, you know, because they, you know, fire issues. Um, yeah, they'd be they'd be very interesting to, if they if somebody tried to like replay it or just go into like you know digitally add seatbelts onto you know the the car seats and yeah that'd be kind of funny. Yeah. Nobody do it. Nobody's allowed to do that. Nobody no. nobody's allowed to Star Wars this. So Yeah, do not if anybody's listening to this <laughs> that might possibly think, "Hey, we need to update this." Stop. Walk away. Yeah, no Star Wars. Stop. No Star Wars. Uh now the very end of this and this is something I'm going to bring up because it seems kind of dark. <laughs> After they uh-huh. leave, okay, Snoopy and Woodstock go back to Snoopy's doghouse, and they cook up their own traditional Thanksgiving dinner, okay? This involves a turkey complete with all the trimmings, you know, cranberry sauce, stuffing, all of that. Mm-hmm. And you see them eat this turkey, and they're, you know, they're eating a huge piece of pumpkin pie and all this. Now – yeah. Here's my thing about this. If Snoopy cooked the turkey Go ahead. for Thanksgiving dinner for mm-hmm. him and Woodstock, you know, two things. One, why couldn't he mm-hmm. cook that same turkey for everybody else that was there? That's number one. Hacks. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> number two is why did Woodstock join in on this? Why did Woodstock eat turkey? Because that basically is near cannibalism, a bird eating another bird. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. Kind of bothered me, you know. I was supposed to think about that. What are you saying this for? You're ruining it for me. (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) Okay, okay. No. Okay, I get it. I don't want to have this conversation, no. (laughs) I know, I know. It's one of these dark little things. Oh, you know what? Okay, hold on, hold on. It was, it was Tofurky. That, that's it. It tofurky. wasn't a real turkey. It was tofurkey. And so, therefore, there was no cannibalism partaking. There you go. Tofurkey. Yes. <laughs> hey, you know what? That was the ending. That ending is the best part because you realize, like, Snoopy knew. He knows what Thanksgiving is. Yeah. He was just being a bitch and just serving them toast and serving them pretzels and popcorn and jelly beans. Because he knew exactly. He had the turkey. He had it cooking in his oven. He's like, I'm not going to give this to you. Like, forget y'all. And then, you know, and the, the scene when they're when they're cooking or they're, they're outside and Charlie Brown comes and announces that, oh, hey, you know, my grandma's invited us all out to, all over for dinner at her house. Snoopy gets excited. Do you did you see that? Yes. Where he like jumps up and down, like yay, thinking that he's gonna go. But then they dog him, they dish him. So he does all this work for him for them, and then they leave him. So in the end, you know, he, Snoopy deserved his Thanksgiving dinner, and they deserved the toast and yeah. the jelly beans. Yeah, you're probably right on that. 
Uh, yes, he, now, they, they deserved it. A couple of things I do have. Uh, I have some trivia for this. There, there actually was not a whole lot of trivia for uh, Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, unfortunately. And I do apologize, folks, because I know that there are a lot of people out there who listen to the show that really enjoy the trivia. But mm-hmm. what I did find out... A uh, couple of things that I found out is that this was the last episode of Robin Cohn as Lucy Van Pelt. Uh, she was later replaced by her sister, Melanie Cohn. Uh, so it was kind of kind um, of interesting there, a little bit of, you know, keeping it in the family in the sense of, of having the kids. And, you know, you kind of get a similar voice sound. So I think that was good. Uh, this was also the last episode of Hilary Momberger as Sally Brown. Uh, she was replaced by Lynn Mortensen later on. Uh, and then the last person, uh, we had Chris DeFaria, who was playing the voice of Peppermint Patty. And they finally <laughs> decided – this is, again, one of these things that everybody's kind of always wondered about Peppermint Patty, whether it was a boy or a girl. Well, both actually. <laughs> uh, Chris DeFaria yeah. for some of the earlier ones, actually it was a boy who was voicing Peppermint Patty. And as of uh, – once they did later episodes – uh, they had Donna Letourneau, Donna Letourneau and um, Linda Ercoli who filled in as Peppermint Patty instead. A couple of other things that I did notice is that this is one of the only specials where Marcy actually calls Charlie Brown, Charlie Brown. Uh, most of the yeah. time you'll hear where she'll say uh, Charles or Sir or something like that. You know, you never hear her really say Charlie Brown. So this was kind of interesting hearing well, that. I think- well, doesn't she call Peppermint Patty, sir? Yeah, she called Peppermint Patty, sir, as well. Uh, that was primarily – and Peppermint Patty used to get all really bent out of shape about that. And I know at one point she finally just was like, okay, fine, whatever. Call me, sir, but you know, stop. I wish you really stopped calling me, sir. Uh, but she also – and this is something right after this that it – I kind of wondered about this because I thought that this was her name at first, and I had to go look this up. Uh, right after she calls him Charles – she says she's calling peppermint patty and and she says okay priscilla and i'm like priscilla what does that have to do with anything what that is is that's the reference as i was making uh to uh henry longfellow's poem the courtship of miles standish Mm -hmm. uh where standish Mm -hmm. was asking john alden speak to priscilla mullins on his behalf very Mm -hmm. similar to peppermint patty asked marcy to speak to charlie brown so that's kind of where that Mm -hmm. tie-in is coming in Priscilla is not Peppermint Patty's name. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I knew that. Yeah. Cause I think her name is Patty, right? Just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah. It's, it's or, Pr- Patricia. I think it is. I wonder what they call her Peppermint Patty. Well, Anyways, I actually know that. I actually know that oh, it, it has okay, to ahead. do uh, with Charles M. Schultz. He was kind of looking at a bowl of candy and he actually had a bowl of Peppermint Patties in front of him. And he's kind of like, I'm going to go with that. Peppermint Patty. And so he kind of started That's using the cute. name and it stuck. So a lot of people think that it was, you know, Peppermint Patty was, you know, the candy was named after Peppermint Patty. No, it was the other way around. So, uh, but I, I did happen to look at that and I was kind of questioning that because when I was going through all this with, uh, you know, uh, when I was looking up some of the trivia and trying to find out about that Priscilla bits, so I did find that. Uh other things here, Sally, this is something that I had to laugh about is that Sally makes mention of uh, – she she brings up that she hasn't finished all of her Halloween candy and it's already Thanksgiving. Okay. Uh-huh. If we watch The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, 
she doesn't get any candy because she sat with Linus in the pumpkin patch all night. So where does the Halloween candy come from? So maybe Charlie Brown got some. Well, I know that Lucy in the great pumpkin, she actually trick or treats for her brother. Um, Oh yeah. Huh? Yeah. I don't think, I don't think that, uh, that Charlie Brown did the same for her. Huh. Now, the very the very last thing that I wanted to mention is that it, this was something that kind of bugged me as I'm watching this. And I, I think I kind of understand why this was, uh, was that just animators weren't following very well with continuity. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you notice, when they're sitting around the ping pong table, mm-hmm. Franklin is the only one on you know, the left side of the table as you're looking at the table. Mm-hmm. But in the beginning of it, you see Franklin sitting down and there's like three or four other chairs – and all of a sudden, the chairs start vanishing, and they start going down to where there's only Franklin sitting in one chair. Right. <laughs> Which I was kind of like. Yeah, I I noticed that too. I I think one of the things is well, I think it was supposed to be funny because like he starts in the one chair that's really low, right? Yeah. And then so then he moves to another chair. So I was like, I always like to think that there was a backstory that he kept on moving from chair to chair because the chairs were just like not letting him sit in them. Yeah. I don't know. But that was just I just made that up in my own head so <laughs> i don't yeah. know i just i kind of laughed at it i'm like okay where you know first off why did they have so many chairs when there were so few people that were actually showing up <laughs> there is no logic are you trying to put logic snoopy did it he's amazing yes there's no logic comes in things that snoopy does well we know that snoopy's a magician because snoopy turned charlie brown invisible in it's magic charlie brown i think it was so maybe that's maybe that's the explanation <laughs> exactly it's like I know it's it's funny because like you watch these and you sit there and you're like wait a minute but you know it's when we watched it but it still makes you feel warm and fuzzy inside and you're oh, not yeah. supposed to think about it and yeah well right, like why Charles M Schultz had the book Happiness is a Warm Puppy and mm-hmm. this you know peanuts is kind of supposed to make you feel that way so I kind of like that. It does. It does. I I love the message that it gives too. It's that you know because we forget. Yep, and especially like around this time of the year, and I think that you know Sally complaining about the fact that oh yeah, wait a minute, I haven't even finished my Halloween candy because it's true. Like you know, once it hits Halloween, it's all almost all of a sudden it's like every day just blurs into each other because we get so yeah. busy. The next thing you know, it's like oh, wait a minute, is it Thanksgiving? Like I can't believe in reality that it's actually almost Thanksgiving. It's like oh my gosh, and then you know we went to the store the other day and they had a sign up like oh only so many days till Christmas, and I was like <laughs> it's like what? Yeah, it, and I'm it, gonna, I'm going to say this because this is my feeling on it. One, celebrate the holidays, okay? Halloween does not go it it should not go straight from Halloween to Christmas. Right. There is Thanksgiving. Yes, it's only a national holiday. It's not a international holiday. It's only celebrated here in the United States, but still celebrate Thanksgiving. And I I have said this before and I'm going to say it again. Uh-huh. Okay. Hey, fat boy. Yes, you in the red suit. There is room for only one turkey in November. Okay. You want to be in this? Fine. You get to the back of the Macy's parade behind all the horses and deal with it after that. I have to admit, though, I do have my some of my Christmas decorations out, and I do the. I know. I, I trust me. I get it. But I do this because as December hits, 
I always find myself that I don't have time. You know, it's really sad. I did not celebrate Halloween and I love Halloween. I know I'm telling you, it's like with everything that happens in life. And as you know, you get older and things, you know, everybody knows like you just go day to day when Halloween came, we, I did nothing. And it was kind of like, oh, I I didn't do anything for Halloween this year. And it was kind of sad. And so, you know, when, you know, after that, and then I was like, you know, I was driving home from work and I saw somebody had Christmas lights on outside and I kind of was like, oh my God, that's right. And I just, it made me want to celebrate something. And so obviously there's not a lot of the Thanksgiving decorations that you can partake in. You know, you can put little things, little gourds here and there, but I really, you know, it made me want to celebrate and I, you know, I love Thanksgiving and I love Christmas. And so, yes, I do. So shoot me, go ahead. I I have some of my Christmas decorations out. So Uh. yeah, I know, but trust me, it's, it's because I, I want to celebrate it and I, I'm excited for it. And I think that that's one of the things I love about the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, because it does make you sit back like, you know, it's not about anything but just being together and being thankful th- for what we have. And I kind of look at Christmas as being the same thing. Yeah. So, well, I think that pretty much wraps it up for us. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't have anything more unless you have anything else that you want to add here. No, no, but I, I, I want to watch it again. <laughs> and I'm probably going to, when it comes on, <laughs> when it comes on next week, I'm sure it will be. I'm going to search my DVR to see when it's on again. I'm probably going to record it. And then I'm probably going to watch it with the commercials this time. Oh, and, of course. Uh, I, I probably will do looking, the same thing. Yeah, it's it's a, it's so great. And it really makes you feel happy and you know, excited for now I'm excited because I realized, oh yeah, it is Thanksgiving where instead of it being a chore, which a lot of holidays can tend to be, it's actually a blessing. So, yeah. So I think that just about wraps it up for this episode of talking about my generation. I do want to thank everybody and please leave us feedback on iTunes. Uh, You can send me a tweet here. I am at S P R Z O U T. Uh, I know you have stuff for yeah, yeah, cool. If you want to enter that in here, Carla. Oh, yeah. Um, well, you can uh, always check out our reviews and our um, everything that we have on our website, uh, yayacool.com. Um, spelled out all like it sounds. Yeah, yeah, cool. No spaces. Um, also, you can follow me on Twitter at Carluccia, K-A-R-L-U-C-C-I-A. Okay. Uh, I do want to have everybody – I want to thank everybody uh, for listening. You can find Talking About My Generation on Facebook. And you can also visit us on our website at MyGenerationPodcast.com. And for this episode here, we're going to go ahead and we're going to sign off with the Linus and Lucy. That's the standard for uh, peanuts. Oh, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, Doug. Yes, happy Thanksgiving, Carla. Uh-huh.